This is Comedy on Edge, the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. For more information and back episodes, visit ComedyOnEdge.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Dave, hit the music. Welcome right to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. We're live at the library. Producer Dave is in the techies chair. Dave, how are you? Good, Mark. How are you going? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Next to you is, we haven't got a title for you yet, Ryan. Yeah, no, I think you put up the intern, but that's Josh's title, really, isn't Oh, it's it? Lester's, actually. Josh, uh, Josh, we don't know what Josh does. We, like, Josh is supposed to be here today, but he's not, right. so... So absent, I guess. So I think, uh, actually, there's a good chance. If anyone's got a good idea for a title for Ryan, tweet us at Comedy on Edge. What should it be? Like, I think you wanted to be special comments, didn't special, you? I, th- I think I said special comments, but, uh, you know, I, I don't mind. I don't mind going with what, what uh, our I, listeners want, but um, be kind, be kind. Be kind. I think it's funny because our guest, who I will introduce in a moment, when I said special comments, she's muffling laughter. So I, I don't think special comments is going to fly. So I should introduce <laughs> it. Very good friend of mine. One of my oldest friends in stand-up comedy. You may know her from the internet or Big Brother, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, comedian and writer, Christina Davis. How are you? Yay, I'm good. How are you? I'm oh, pretty good, pretty good. It's good to see you. It's been a while. I know, I know. I've been, I've been busy. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> no, you inverted think... commas don't work on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you weren't meant to tell anyone about those. <laughs> yes, thanks for that special uh, comment, sh- Ryan. Yeah, that's why I'm here. Special yeah. needs. Special, um... oh. <laughs> <laughs> special oh. needs, Ryan. That, that could Harsh. work. That could work. Harsh. Uh, so we, you've you sort of been jet since we like I remember we first met. It was about my third or fourth comedy gig. Yeah, tell me this story about when we first met because I don't remember. I was probably drunk. No, but you seem to remember. I remember it was like my th- I think it was my fourth gig ever. It was the East Village Hotel on the roof, and it was one of those comedy. Like I was new to comedy, so my friends kept coming, and I saw you on the bill. And this is going to sound really mean. I didn't like Big Brother. What? I, I know. I what? know. Shock horror. <laughs> Everybody loves Big Brother. All I get all the time are really positive things said to me. How could you not like Big Brother? Well, you have the best joke about Big Brother I've ever heard. Gosh, which one is that? The one about... um, You were on it. A lot of people give me shit for being on Big Brother. Fuck you. At least I didn't watch it. Yeah, that one. That's yeah, yeah. And I that remember has that has saved my life many times. That one. Well, <laughs> I remember that night. I saw, I saw you on the bill. And I'm like, oh, Big Brother. She's not going to be funny. She's not. And I got up and I and I saw you laugh one of my jokes. I go, oh, she must be a nice. person. And then I saw your act. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah. how you win over any comedian. You oh yeah, yeah, laugh yeah. at their jokes like, oh, she's great, Christina. Yeah, and then she you laughs open with that joke. I'm I like, say. this is great. And yeah, then we're, yeah, it's been that would have been about almost seven years ago now. Oh goodness me, yeah, time, time flies. flies. Yeah. Oh, well, and here we are in the basement of, <laughs> of a hotel in Chippenham. Yeah. And you were saying I used to get really nervous. Is that your memory of me or? Oh, yeah, because you were always really fun. But I remember before a gig, you were always really, really nervous. Why do you think that is, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> well, tell it. I think this is a bit, man, maybe... Is it true that like when you... You just started comedy when you did Big Brother? Is it? I did... My first comedy gig was in 2001. Uh, yep. I did Raw Comedy in February... And I got runner-up in my heat, so I was all excited. I was completely disillusioned for what was ahead. I was like, this is fantastic. I know what I'm going to do. I came second. I'm great at this. And then I did the state final, whatever it was, and um, kind of bombed. And then three weeks later, I got the phone call, you're going in the Big Brother house, and they basically give you about five days' notice. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's really quick. 
So that was it. So I went straight in the house. I'd only done stand-up comedy twice. And from what I understand, when I was on the show, everyone's going, she's a comedian. And, of course, I was the unfunniest person in the house, <laughs> crying all the time, you know. And when I came out and started doing stand-up, obviously, I was terrible. And, but famous... So, <laughs> all I would read about myself in the papers, I was the worst comedian in Australia and every time I got on stage, I'd just be shaking going, oh my God, what if the newspaper's here and they're going to say horrible things about me? And well, didn't they I used to so send reviewers, like when you do Mike in Hand, which is a great room if you're in Sydney, it's on a Thursday night go, but mm. it's a room where like, it's a bit changed now, but it's a room where you used to go to try new material. Mm. You do your five minutes and you get to try new stuff and it's trying new material, you can sink or you can swim. And yeah. Isn't it like they'd come and review you there on... Well, what I, I specifically remember, and a few comedians probably remember this too, because they came up to me and said, oh my God, we're so sorry this is happening to you, was um, Sydney Confidential said, Christina Ballerina is performing here. Everyone write in and let us know how she goes. Oh, kind of thing. Uh, and right, yeah. maybe, maybe I was up to about my sixth, seventh time doing stand-up. and that. So I was a nervous wreck for... I don't know, five years, pretty much. Well, I, I don't. Like, that's it's hard enough getting up on stuff, but then to have like reviewers in that was pretty. As an open micer, it's it's horrible. I was really really frightened, and that's why I started going to LA to get away from it all. <laughs> After about a year of it, I went. Oh, I'm going to go and go to LA. Got on the plane, didn't know a single person. Got off there, went and stayed in a hostel, and just started hitting the clubs in LA and tried to do that. And then I came back about a year later. I thought it's fine now. No one will remember me. And I remember getting on the plane. Qantas and the Qantas guy that as soon as I got on the plane he said Christina Ballerino and I'm like oh no <laughs> I still remember and then I was I was just terrified the whole time but now I I care a lot less you know what people think now of me and so that that helps you know well that's good well, yeah it's been a while since we've seen you you've seen you perform but you still you're tweeting away you're, yeah I not- have been a bit lazy on the old Twitter I kind of went oh screw this site I just if I think of something funny to say I want to save it. I'm, like, I'm not putting it out there on Twitter. I'm going to save that for another time or I'm going to save that for a room. But then I realised, you know, Twitter is just a really important part of being a comedian now. If you really want to keep in contact with people and kind of keep putting yourself out there, you have to do it. And so I am going to start forcing myself a bit more. I pretty much took a six-month – I was in twibernation, as they call twibernation. it. And um, <laughs> now now I'm back. <laughs> so. so for those out there that want to follow you on your return, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, just at Christina Davis. Sweet. Welcome. That, now, before – we're going to – we'll talk a little bit further on that, but we've got big news – podcast fans sydney fringe festival we're doing a live show this will be our second live show ever and dave has recovered because we've got a venue that's probably a little bit bigger than what we've planned we haven't we haven't got dates locked in yet but the venue's between two and three hundred people so what we need you to do is check out comedyonedge.com when we announce it find 10 20 100 friends and come along because we're going to promise you it's going to be a big night we don't know what we're going to do yet, but we've got, <laughs> that we've got was six months. That's going to be my next question. I was going to help you plug the <laughs> So, Mark, tell us all about the show. Tell us exactly what it's going to be. We don't know what it's going to be. In my <laughs> head, I've got great ideas and whether they're plausible. We talked last week's podcast. I'd like to reunite the um, cast from a country practice. <gasps> that would be awesome. I know. I've, never mind half of them are dead, but I think, you know, <laughs> with a couple of shovels, we, we, can, we can make that one happen. <laughs> That's horrible. And, I, and also, you am I who do the... <laughs> you am I. You am I. Yeah, well, they do the theme song, Trike. I've unofficially asked whether they will perform, um, so they may happen. I've put out the feelers to other bands. Dave, I know you want you 2 to perform, but it's just... Sorry, bud, it's not going to happen. I'll take a U2 cover band, though. You take a U2 cover band? Yeah, that'd be oh, great. Oh, yeah, yeah, got a U2 tribute band. We get U2 involved. Yeah. We just need to, you know, make it a charity gig, don't we? Just, like, save or, some children in Africa or something. Or Bewitched. 
I think you could probably actually get them. Uh, you want Bewitched? Yeah, that'd be great. Do you mean the show Bewitched, or is there a band <laughs> Bewitched that I don't know about? You don't know about Bewitched? Well, I know the TV no. show. The, the, two, the girls singing? No. With the asterisk and the... No, uh, what song did they sing? Oh... Uh, are they Irish? Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. They were like leading the cause of Irishness all over the planet, and then they broke up. But they recently reformed, you know, after years of alcohol abuse. Well, there you go, bewitched to the tens and tens of bewitched fans out there. Put the <laughs> shout out. Dave wants bewitched. Let's make. If we can't get a YouTube cover band, let's get a bewitched cover band. I don't know what that entails, but I think we can manage it. That's, that sounds exciting. What else, what else is the show going to entail? Oh, what no. else? Ryan, what ideas have you got for the show? Well, actually, I was thinking um, today, I'd like to see some, some, some live animals, some lion taming and stuff like that. Big cage, chairs, whips, that sort of thing. Liability, wow. I think. I, mm. Last Sydney Comedy Festival show, I wanted to have pyrotechnics. The <laughs> quote I got for my liability to do that, I can't imagine what lion... I think we should combine ideas. Pirate what if we lions, dressed Josh up as a lion? That'll do. Yeah. And whipped him. Yep, perfect. Yep. Let's Poor do that. Josh. I don't like we've the got way plans this is going. Josh, don't we? Oh, we've I think got you're just fixating on the whips. <laughs> Which is funny because he's I'm not a real he's, person. He's, and, he's, he's and, he's, tiny. and he's not here, so we can do lots of fun things today. Definitely, definitely. So I think we've got some. What about you, Christine? What would you want to see for a live podcast show? What, what? A live podcast show? Oh, it's a live podcast show. Mm. Okay. You can invert comments there because the audience will see it. Look, you can definitely have a reality TV podcast vibe and just vote people off as they come on, like if they're unfunny or useless or that kind of thing. Remember you oh, can't do that on done. television? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's been done. Which one? You mean like Graham Norton's tell a story and he like gets him out of the chair? Some sort of thing. I'm just trying to help out. No, no, no. That's okay. What about, do you remember you, the TV show You Can't Do That on Television? No, yeah. I don't. Oh, it's, it's a, a Canadian one, Yeah, right? Canadian yeah, show. Yeah. Alanis Morissette was on it as a kid, but it used to be a show where if you said water, they'd dump a bucket of water on you. If you said, I don't know, they'd dump a bucket of slime. Mm. What I was thinking, what we could do is we could have one of those dunk tanks. You know, the ones where you throw the ball and they get dunked in the water? Mm-hmm. Let's have one of them with Josh in it, and every time a joke fails... We dunk Josh. Yeah, perfect. Sounds great. Yeah, I, I think that... Great. So if anyone out there knows how we can get a live dunk tank for the podcast, <laughs> let us know at Comedy on Edge. Um, Josh isn't here today, so... And I don't think he listens to the podcast, so the more... Pla- and tweet in if you've got any plans for Josh or Dave or Ryan, anyone except for me, we'll, we'll make that... Oh, we'll no, fig- we've got to do something to you, that's for sure. Well, I've, gotta, I've gotta come up with I'm going to make my... I'm, I want to make my... Mu- whichever musical acts we get, whether it's you or my... The presets, U2, a U2 cover band. I'm going to make my musical debut. I'm bringing my cowbell along and I'm going to drum along. Can you sing? No. No? There are laws. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely talk, let's be honest. No, I cannot sing, but I can play a mean cowbell. Ah, well, I suppose that, that helps it's, on some level. It can be, and Dave tells me it's easier to edit out a cowbell than bad singing, so. Right. Mm, right. For, Do you own a cowbell? Of course I own a cowbell. Very Who good. doesn't? There's some cow probably out beyond the mountains that has no cowbell anymore. That's right, it's starving to death because no one knows where it is. It ran in front of a car because the car didn't hear it. Yeah, sad lost that cow there. So we've got big plans for that. Now, Big Brother, you've you've come up with a great idea actually, Chris. Now at the moment. Your ex- what what got you into why did you apply to Big Brother? Like what I was uh in a bit of a rut. I'd come back oh gosh, what had I done in my life? I've been, obviously been doing ballet for 20 years at this point, and I was over it. I was very depressed. I was really had enough. And I you came back. I was more in. Time. It didn't sound like you spent long enough. <laughs> <early>. <laughs> 
I was dancing in Monte Carlo. I was in the Monte Carlo Ballet. And then I came back because I was like, you know what I'd really like to do? It was 1999. I was like, I'd really like to work on the Olympics next year. So I applied for that and I was brought in as a volunteer on the choreography team, which was fantastic. And then the director of choreography fired his assistant and hired me. So then I was actually on salary for the Olympics. So that was amazing. And I got to be on the field for the ceremonies and all that stuff. And I actually held the Olympic flag for the athletes' oaths during the whole wow. ceremony, which was intense. I think it was um, Rochelle Hawkes from the Hockey Roos had to do the oaths. And I'm standing behind her with the flag. And I've got my director yelling in my ear because the, the athlete's meant to hold the corner of the flag while they're saying the oath and she wasn't. So I'm swinging the flag into her face to try and get her <laughs> to do it. And you, four billion people are watching worldwide. You should see it. I'm sure there's a video out there. Do you know which athlete it was? Can you name it was, I think it was Rochelle Hawkes. Oh, it was yeah, yeah, right, Hockey right, Roos. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was definitely a fun moment. That whole experience was so amazing. At the Olympics, did you, big question, did you get yeah. to meet Nikki Webster? Yeah, I, I auditioned those girls. Oh. I auditioned a lot of those girls. We would have, oh, where are we holding the auditions? I think it was over at the ABC or something. I think they had some oh. sort of studio over there. And just cattle calls of hundreds of girls. She was called the Hero Girl, I think. <laughs> and we, had, we got it down to three girls and um, beautiful. They were all beautiful. And then Nikki ended up getting the part. And she was amazing. Like, she was just amazing. And we put her in, I mean, the thing she had to do, put her in that harness in the middle of the field and flying her 300 feet in the air. I'd just be looking and going, oh, my God, the poor girl. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I was part of holding all those auditions for all the dancers. And oh, wow. it was a fantastic experience. I, I absolutely just, loved it. How Aussie is it, though, that they're just like, we need to do some choreography. Let's get some volunteers. Yeah. And they're all volunteers in the ceremonies. Wow. It that... was incredible. It was really incredible. And um, after the Olympics, I was pretty lost. And there was about a five-month period. I didn't know what I was doing. And then I was just ironing one night. And Rove came on the TV and did a special about Big Brother saying, it's this amazing show and it'll change your life. And I'm like, well, my life needs changing. I don't know what I'm doing. So I just applied and it was, it was pretty easy. All I did was um, do a little video of me on the beach throwing a stick to my dog going, this is where I grew up and <laughs> this is my dog. And that's all I did. And I filled out the application form. And I think there's certain things on there like, me being adopted, being a ballerina, all that kind of stuff just kind of made them like, oh, this might be an interesting person to have on the show. And I think that's how I got in. But um, obviously today, you know, we're going to help someone else fill out an application well, form yeah. for a reality show. We are. So he's, he's not here, but not we're going to enter him anyway. Yeah. The Bachelor. The Bachelor. The Australian Bachelor is coming. I to... am so excited. I well, I thought they've heard, they've put out an unofficial, they've asked John Ibrahim to be, and he's turned it down. Right. I think due to the fact that we're not going to imply that he has connections that could hurt or firebomb it, we won't, we won't comment <laughs> about that. But we think if John Ibrahim's unavailable, we yes. think Josh Cohen would make a suitable just replacement. Just the name so Josh just, Cohen just, is just sexy. For, That's a sexy name. Just, I want to date that man. Just for any of our listeners who don't know, it's not me, of course, I daily know who John Ibrahim is. Who's John Ibrahim? <laughs> <laughs> He owns a lot of club, nightclubs in King's Cross. He, may, he was a character, was based on him in Underbelly. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. You certainly um, get a certain kind of woman going for that kind of guy. I mean, that would make the show interesting, I think. Yeah, I think, I think, I think it could be like, you know, I, 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 don't, I, think, I think his brother had an attempt made on his life. Oh, jeez. But imagine, you know, casting. Yeah, I could just, <laughs> Dave's just going, let's do the cut. Maybe, Ryan, um, you can Google search John. Why, why don't I do that? Yeah. yeah okay. But instead of John, we're going to have Josh Cohen. Now, we've, we don't have internet access where we are, so we printed out. The Bachelor's got a few requirements that we, we may have to tell some white lies to get around. Like, oh, a, you've got to be 22. Oh, what? Yeah, there's also height requirements, so we're going to have what? to get Josh some stilts. Oh. 
still. So, but but I, I think I we can. Quite that, okay, that's shallow. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now the show is shallow. I thought it was a show about depth. Well, with Big Brother, was that, like, did you going in? Did you have any expectation? Like, obviously you saw Rove talk it up, yes. and he, he's a good salesman. Yeah. Did you, what did you expect the show to be? Like, what? I I really had no idea. I was. I just wanted to kind of have fun. And to be honest, I come back to Sydney and I've been away for such a long time. I didn't really have that many friends when I came back. Everyone had kind of gone off and got married and done their own thing. And a lot of my ballerina friends were still ballerinaing. And, you know, I was only, what was I, 27 at this point. So I just, I just wanted to make some friends. And I think I'd actually been, this is definitely one of the reasons why I got in, by the way. I'd been single for a while. And I wrote on my application form, they said, how, one of the questions was, how do you think your parents would feel about you having sex on the show. And I think I wrote for my answer, if only. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure <laughs> that is what got me on the show. Because <laughs> they even brought it up in my interview with them. They're like, about this question, I'm like, oh, I've just been alone for a really long time, you know, and just would really like to meet someone. And, of course, as, as we know, it almost kind of happened. So <laughs> yeah. It, it, <laughs> they it, it, got it, it, what they pretty, wanted. So, yeah. You definitely, mate, like, I'm pretty sure for the next 20 years, every time there's a clip show about Australian money, you're going to yeah. be in there. You're going to be, you're not quite at Molly dying on a country practice level, but <laughs> you're probably around <laughs> the. Definitely made by Mark. Yeah, yeah, you're around the Graham Stop. Kennedy going, fuck! On phrase. national TV. Yeah, yeah well, I'm you very, have. I'm very excited do think, about it. Do you think it. they just like selected Big Brother contestants on the, on the probability of them potentially having sex in the house? Is that kind of what was going on there? Dave's nodding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, yes. Dave was a producer on the show. Considering <laughs> one of our housemates was a dominatrix, I would say that, yeah, probably, they probably, yeah. they definitely wanted some of that going on. But I was also, you know, obviously going on the show, I'd never seen anything like that on TV, so how would I possibly think that they would actually be able to show anything mm. like that like have you ever seen that kind of behavior at nine thirty at night on channel 10 up to that point i think no i think it's sort of like tv sort of big brother was sort of the shift like tv you go back i don't know it's sort of it was a big shift in sort of like now it's like reality's mm. on all day every day yeah. it's so it's yeah it's definitely like it was so unique a mm. concept and it was also the first show to, that was on probably more than once a week like it was on Every it was night on at seven, seven o'clock. A week. Yeah, it's it all seven nights a it week. Was seven o'clock Monday to Friday. Then they had a Saturday special show where they talked to some of the families and show like little stories about one of the housemates. And then Sunday night was an hour and a half eviction show. I think I almost certainly was one of the first that had that whole webcam thing going at the same mm. time. Yeah, so the, plus the show was, was telecast, but they also had you could twenty-four hour time. internet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> live streaming. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I was surprised when I came out and people knew who I was. Yeah, well, <laughs> didn't yeah. realise it there was going to be like, quite that much. You, well, I, I didn't watch enough of the show, but wasn't it like the live eviction? You come out and there's like about hundreds of people there. That was, was probably the biggest shock. Yeah, like you I, sort of came out, like you thought, oh, okay, we'll go out, we'll have a chat. Was it Gretel who hosted? Yeah, Gretel. Have a chat and, to Gretel and then, you know, go on with it. But do you sort of get out of the house like, who are these people? Yeah. They know me. Yeah, oh, I, I died. And there are videos online of me. You can see my face. I'm just kind of walking down the tunnel. And, and it's just so much stimulation all at once because you've been in this silent house with no music and no telephone, no TV, and just staring at the same people for 11 weeks. And then all of a sudden, just hundreds of people screaming at you. And it was just unbelievable because when I went in, there were 40 people in the crowd. And that's all that showed up for the, like, the big, exciting <laughs> premiere. <laughs> oh it was like this little renter crowd. And I just kind of went, oh, this is going to be great. And we were replacing Seinfeld as a time slot on the show oh, wow. on Channel 10. So I kind of thought, well, no one's going to watch this. That must put you in real pressures. Oh, we've got a comedian on the show. You're replacing Seinfeld. Yeah, replacing Seinfeld. And there was actually one weekend where nobody spoke to us while we were in the house. 
there was a whole weekend where we didn't hear from any Big Brother voice or anything. And I just remember turning the coast going, we've so been axed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gone home. They've given up. And they're just going to check in from time to time, make sure we've got food. And started, we're... To, started to cut costs on Big Brother. Yeah. First of all, they've got rid of Big Brother. That's the yeah, yeah. first step. We're on at 11 o'clock at night. They've sold you to a university <laughs> just to turn into a lab experiment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Sydney Uni's monitoring. Okay, mm. now we'll do this. Yeah, it was, oh, it was funny. It was really funny. And so, well, well, let's make... Let, let's. Let's have some questions. Like, let's look at the 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 Bachelor has got a lot of questions. Now, I've got to tell you, I'm obsessed with the American version of the Bachelor. I actually went to the Women Tells. You don't even know what I'm talking about. You're just looking at me like I've seen. I've probably seen about ten minutes of it. They've got an episode towards the end of the series called the Women Tell All episode, and I went to the taping of that with my (laughs) best friend Nina in LA. Oh, oh, loved it. Just loved it. Just women going mental on the guy, just saying, you bastard, you did this and you did that. It's so good. I love this show so much. I'm so excited they're doing an Australian version. And I don't think Americans drink as much as we do. (laughs) So I'm definitely looking forward to that aspect. Like I think think it's going to get pretty messy. Were we? I remember seeing the end of one of them. I think it might have even been The Bachelorette. It was actually their wedding. Do you know the one that ended with a wedding? They are supposed to all end with a proposal. Yeah, no, this one actually ended with a wedding. Really? Yeah. No, that was how, uh, Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire. Oh, was and it? And at the very end, they, they marry. Is it the one when they had the sand, the coloured sand going to the glass? I just... The thing I... The stick <laughs> most in my head about that particular Yeah, one. no, you guys don't watch TV at all, no, do you? No, no, no. <laughs> like day, <laughs> days <laughs> went quite going, oh, I don't know about this. And all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. no, no, that was this. It was no, that was... No, it's coming with things that I don't know about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is us. No, this was back when I was living in the States as well. And it was like, it was all over the news. And like she... She divorced. Like it was actually in the news news. Yeah. Uh, which I do watch. Mm. And um, as opposed to Fox News. Yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to Fox News. And uh, it was all about like she divorced within about like three days or something. And and, and it was like they came down on her because she was like a, a Gulf War veteran, oh. but she served in America at the time. But right. because when you serve during a war, you get that title, and then then she was getting like lambasted, and it was just mm. it was crazy. Well, the, wow. the thing that the thing that stuck in my head about that whole ceremony on that show was, um, you know, they're up there getting married. They're in the middle of doing their vows and stuff, and she keeps whispering in his ear, "I can't believe how many helicopters there are." And that was basically <laughs> the highlight of her wedding. She was, uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, they because they tried an Australian version of that, and this show has the record. I think it was axed in like three weeks. And it's the lowest really? rating primed. It was supposed to be the seven o'clock show. It was called Yasmin's Getting Married. Oh, okay. Oh, it I was. Think I remember that. Yeah. But what happened was oh, they had this show where it was this bride's gonna be. She's gonna find someone to get married at the end of it. Mm. But Yasmin was the bridesmaid because the bride fell in love with someone before the show was literally going to air. So they had to scramble to get a replacement. And it just, I remember it bombed. It did like opening night. It did like the lowest ever primetime rating in Australian history, and it sort of just disappeared into the ether. No, we don't even know if Yasmin did get married in the end. It was, <laughs> it was so, yeah, it was one of the, I was just, I think at the time I had some material about it and mm. then it's like, it's gone. Mm. No one, no one even knows. So Yasmin, if you're out there listening to us, get in touch, be mm. at the live show. We'll marry you. Josh I, will marry you. I Josh love will how you. everyone is always surprised that these relationships don't work out. Like, <laughs> oh, they broke up. It's like, well, they went on five dates and then he proposed. What did you think was going to happen? I, know, like, I, I think that's the healthiest form of relationship, <laughs> television, <laughs> merging 
you're feeding people together. I think that's just a recipe for love. Yeah, and their dates, are, their dates are like to Switzerland and that kind of thing and going to the Alps and it's all set up for them and then they get back to real life and it's like, oh, you want to go to Hoyts? Of course it's going to fall apart. After, I the, mean, we- after the wedding, everything like, What changed, happened to yeah. Switzerland? <laughs> you used to love me and now it's this. the camera crew? There's no camera crew. Where are the helicopters? <laughs> well, the one, the one show I love and it's just it's probably the worst TV from a pretty bad human, Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. Have you oh, seen? I haven't seen that. Oh, it's, I'll lend you the. D- I have the DVDs. It's that bad. It's good. It's pretty much. It started. It would started out as Flavor of Love with Flavor Flav looking oh, for I love. I hear that. Yeah. And then they like. I think he found love or herpes or something. <laughs> and then they moved on to Brett Michaels, and they've had five seasons, and it's pretty much. They lock them in a house. It's a bunch of strippers. Right. And he dates pretty much by the end of the series. He's rooted them all, and then one of them chooses to be the one. And funnily enough, every year it doesn't work out. So they have another. They had five seasons of Rock of Love, and it is so ter- like. There's one where they're playing bi- bikini football because Brett football. because Brett likes football, and of yeah. course you don't need pads to play American football. No bikinis yeah. well, and lingerie football is huge in the US. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah. is and it's just. Well, I think Brett founded that, and it's just <laughs> so. Uh, there's it's there's psychotic people on it. There's no and. The best, what my favourite moment in this series was, Poison were an okay band. They're not great, but their big hit was Every Rose Has Its Thorn. And this girl, she's drunk off her head and she goes, I love you, Brett. Your music changed my life. He's like, thank He's trying to root her. And he goes, your song, Every Thorn Has a Rose. I love that song. And he goes, Aww. it's actually Every Rose. No, no, I know that song. And she's just telling <laughs> And it's oh, so it's bad. Awkward. It's good. So okay, I've got to take you back there, though. How did you end up with these DVDs? I mean, that's commitment. Toby Coleman. Do you know? Do you oh. remember Toby? Toby, he's, he's Miss... You know Tobes? Do I? Okay. You know him, yeah. yeah. He emceed the roast. For oh, myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Toby Coleman, friend of... Hopefully at the show, he'll come on sometime. He bought it for my birthday because he's just, a, oh. he just... He knew me. He knows me so well. So you love reality TV? Is that... No, some of it. I like Rock of Love because it's so bad. Right. I like Survivor. That's what's mm. good about all these shows. They're yeah. so bad. I, the one, I don't I, like anything that's singing. The singing ones I don't like. Anything that, that advertises a Delta Goodrum, it just, mm. nah. The singing shows are getting a little bit old. Yeah. I like MasterChef. Yeah. The cooking shows are getting a little bit old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, the ratings <laughs> are different. <laughs> They're going to have to find something we else. Need to, well, we need to find what is the next Apart one. from cooking, dancing and singing, there's got to be something else. Well, we let, we've got The Bachelor. Right. Maybe, maybe so we've got the all, application form So let, let's, let's work through some questions. Like, so Let's see what they're looking for in The Bachelor. Okay. Describe yourself in three words. Well, that's hard. Jo- yeah. Josh. Josh in three words. Josh. Short. Okay. Let, let's, let's just... Okay, let's remember... <laughs> that might give, you don't want to give anything go. away for later questions. Yeah. <laughs> let's remember our goal. We want to get him, get him on. to be yeah, the bachelor. Yeah. So we've got to maybe make up some stuff. Compact. 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 That's nice. Yeah. I like that, Dave. Compact. Compact. Her What's the height requirement again? Pursuit. It, it will need stilts. So we'll have to... But what is actually the height requirement? Like, I'm just curious. I can't remember. It's something. I think it might be one point six six meters or something like. What's that's oh, five, five. That's five five. Five yeah, five. Yeah, that's Josh about five five. I'm just over that. You're just over. Oh, yeah, Josh. I don't think. Josh Dave, how know. tall are you? <laughs> one point six six. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Is Josh. Josh, Josh can't you? look you in the eye. I know that. <laughs> Josh is shorter than you, isn't he? He's a little bit. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Compact. We're getting some platforms. We're getting some lifts. Yeah. 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 So co- he's compact. 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 All right. Qua- reserved. No. Reserved. He's, he mysterious. Say, mysterious, there yes. Go. There you go. Mysterious. Compact. Mis- mysterious. I don't know if the right word we should... I, I think we should just go with tall, dark and handsome. <laughs> oh, let's getting grimaces around here. That's great. Kind of lie... We, we can lie on oh, one or two. Not all three. 
know. I'm not sure about that. I like mysterious. I think Mysteri- I think mysterious is good because he is kind of mysterious. Mysterious. So mysterious. I compact. Compact is like that's that's a weird one for a person. I don't think I've ever heard a person describe as compact unless they're in. What about if we go field? for a song lyric to describe him, like mm. Mr. Boombastic? <laughs> <laughs> then they'll go, "Oh, he's got a sense of humour, and he may or may not like Shaggy." Uh huh. Mm. Uh huh. That could work. That could. He's bombastic. Three words. Maybe we might have to come back to this one, listeners. Tweet at Comedy on Edge what mm. you think three words that describe Josh. And keep it clean. Keep it clean. And keep in mind that we're trying to get him to be the bachelor. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not get him arrested or put on a no-flight list. Yes. All right. What is your unique selling point? He's got a car. <laughs> He's, He's got, got a car? car. <laughs> All right. Well, good. he's a step ahead of me. I don't have a car, so that's, that, that's, that's a good... That's excellent. I have a car. That would be hilarious. Yeah, but he can't I'm drive. He rarely no, says fine. no. Right, they love that in reality too. Yeah. That was pretty much my selling point. I'm pretty... That's <laughs> <laughs> what got me on the show. We should just copy and paste your Big Brother application. Actually, why don't we do that? Like, <laughs> how, would you an- how would you answer this? Question? <laughs> 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 oh, how would I answer it? Yeah, definitely. I think he really says no, that's a winner. Yeah, I think we've got it there. Yeah. So they, they want someone who's open to everything. Yeah, or maybe never says no. Doesn't know what no means. No, he pro- and it's probably nice. true. He, has, he didn't he's have a, a very a good education. Spirit. Right. <laughs> here's, here's a potential trick question. What's the weirdest, most outrageous thing you have ever done? Well, I think after the live podcast, we'll be able to answer that a lot better. <sighs> yeah. yeah, being dunked. Being dunked. In the well, how podcast. would you answer that one, Christina? Because you've. What's the weirdest, most outrageous thing you've ever done? <sighs> if it was before Big Brother? <laughs> yeah. Before, yeah. <laughs> I would probably have answered that question with something along the lines of, I've been locked in a ballet studio for 20 years and I haven't done much at all. That's why I want to be on Big Brother. Something really sucky and ridiculous like that. Yeah, that's yeah, a good right. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. What about and you, And I Dave? want to experience more. What's something weird or outrageous you've done? Uh, I used to drive the surfboats off the sand of North Bondi and one time I accidentally came up against a breaching whale it almost uh, capsized the boat, oh, which was pretty freaky. didn't kill the whale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got back to the beach and everyone, oh, everyone's complaining to the lifeguards, Bondi Rescue, about us getting too close to the whales. <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. And Ryan, you say, have you anything? Yeah. Um, I'd I, I just call that my career in finance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pretty weird for me and mm. outrageous. I remember I worked in finance um, for... A, actually, I will name them because they can sue me because I hate them. BT Financial Group. Oh, did yeah. you? I hate them. Seriously, if you're, with, if you're with BT, leave them and tell them Mark sent you. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm banned from their premises. But we used to work in this big open pit of a call centre and I used to have an inflatable cow on my desk. And I got called into the manager's office once. They're like, why have you got an inflatable cow on your desk? I'm like, it's an inflatable cow. And <laughs> lose the cow and I'm like... Yeah, I had I a problem with I the cow. Do, yeah, I quit based on well, other reasons, but mostly because they wouldn't let me have an inflatable cow on my desk. You do like cows, don't you? I just like inflatable things. Oh, okay. You certainly oh, know how to right. pick your battles. That's yeah, that's oh, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I walked, yeah. I, conditions, working hours, no. The cow stays or I go. Do you have an inflatable cowbell? That would be your answer <laughs> to, I think, what is your unique selling point? I like, like inflatable, inflatable things. things. Yeah, that'd be a good one for there that. Go. They could have a contestant's inflatable. That'd be, now, that'd be reality TV, an inflatable. Oh. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to make that show. What do people find irritating about you? Josh. Well, the fact that he didn't turn up today is irritating me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that, is kind of, it's, that is disappointing. 
Yeah. I wish she was here. But it, it is kind of fun to make up things behind Oh, it's back. great. Yeah. He, he'd just be sitting here going, yep, nah, yep, nah. So we're not, we're not really... He probably says more. He probably says more in his absence. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Ab- abs- what, do you th- what annoys you about Josh, Dave? Uh, I've not said anything bad about Josh. Oh. Oh. Loyalty. You should, Josh... You should you should hear what we just edited out. It was twenty minutes of Dave <laughs> just going. Josh is this. He's that. He's this. Ryan, what annoys you about yeah, that's Josh? Right. The last bit of that soundbite was. But apart from that, yeah, I want to say, guy, lovely guy. <laughs> that's right. Um, I don't know. Like probably just the fact that every now and then when I try and scare a cigarette off him, he like gives me a, a foul look. That's about it. Oh, we should write that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That, that's a really good one. Yeah. yeah. Well done. We should so. definitely write that down. What makes you happy? What makes Josh happy? Uh, a certain type of cigarette. Uh, <laughs> Gangnam style That goddamn song Remember we're him on The Bachelor He's a big fan of musical comedy Flight of the Concords, Tenacious D He loves Yeah, yeah he hung out When he went and saw Flight of the Concords, He hung out back at the back for three hours mm. To meet them And he did Aww. meet them through um, friend, or hopefully soon to be friend of the show Arj Barker introduced him And I think that's probably the highlight of his life Meeting Flight of the Concords. That's actually a really nice answer. Oh. I think we should go with that. There we go. What makes Josh sad? These are actual questions on the Bachelor makes application sad. form, by the what way. Yeah, yeah, sad. we're not making this up, guys. Like we make, yeah. This Jesus. is what they're looking for. They want, they want to know. Basically, they just want to find out your emotions. They, they want, to, they want to find out if you're emotionally volatile for the camera. Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pretty it's much. Like when you get rejected, will you cry? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that. Well, yeah, you need rejection. to understand he won't be rejected because he's going to be the guy that all the no, women no. are chasing oh. after. All oh, right. See, I. I'm looking like I've, I had to get to the part of the question. I had to fill out a lot of different answers to get there. Mm. And I'm wondering whether The Bachelor is going to flip it where they're going to get all these guys and they're going to have a female one. Well, that's kind Because of, it's mm. a lot of the questions make sense. Like they're looking for maybe they're going to have two seasons. So if Josh doesn't get to be The Bachelor, yeah. he might be on the female. Of, oh, the but that's Beauty and the Geek. Possibly. No, no, but what does happen in America? You have The Bachelor... And then it gets down to the last two girls and he proposes to one of the girls and one of the girls is rejected. Now, the girl that's rejected sometimes goes on to be the bachelorette. Ah, okay. And then they have 24 guys chasing after the one girl. So they should, that's is, kind If of... they did that in Australia, they could just have the Canterbury Bulldogs do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a show. Yeah. That'll rate. Oh, it'd be... <laughs> and, the cork, and then we can have an underbelly season based on the whole thing. So <laughs> you get two shows for the season one. Fantastic. Okay, we, we, well, what makes him sad? Probably not making this podcast, don't you think? Mm. What makes Josh sad? I think mm. probably his flatmate, oh. friend of the show, Seizure Kaiser. Oh, Seizure, <laughs> his flatmate. Yeah, they live together. Holy it's, crap. I'd say you could film that, but no, it'd just be... No? No, it'd be, <laughs> it'd be a really low rating season of Big Brother with yeah, a lot of swearing. No, nobody oh. needs to see that. No. And then, and then who or what... Last made you cry. When, so have you seen Josh cry recently? Yes. Really? I've not seen it. I heard about an incident that it may have involved his flatmate. I think. <laughs> wow! It all comes I think. Back to seizure. Yes. Yes. I think we need seizure to tell this story. But I remember getting calls from both of them in about ten minutes apart, and it's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'd probably more afraid. I'd rather talk about Johnny Brim than this incident. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, Leo, yeah, if you see, tweet I am seizure and ask him why, how he made Josh cry, you'll get a. Yeah. Maybe we should just leave it mysterious, seeing as he's a man of mystery from previous yeah. questions. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. What were the three words came up with? Compact, mysterious, and. Dark. 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 
It's oh, yeah. just a yeah, bit dark. dark. What is Josh's best feature? His car. car. Yeah, this is his car. <laughs> his car. His car. Yeah, his car. His car. And what is his worst feature? Well, his car's not that nice. He's, he's, also, his car. It's, it's a really old <laughs> car. I was going to say. I was going to say he's driving. You know, I think he thinks speed humps are just suggestions. <laughs> wow. Okay. It'll be interesting to see who they come up with. Is that, so that's all the questions. That's all the questions. See, that's, that's uh, on the. I shouldn't pr- like on the. Li- there's like cl- there's question about clothing, family. Mm. It's like they, they actually there's a lot of questions about your family, the relationship you have with them. Like, mm. what would your parents think of you being on the show? Oh, that's kind of what I, similar Do, to what I had. I yeah. Had, yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, but I then you jo- also. You I think Josh's parents would sort of be um, happy that he's actually doing something with his life. So. <laughs> <laughs> His mum's a lovely lady, so she'd be pretty supportive of him. Yeah. You also have to, like, when I did my reality show, you have to um, go through a pretty brutal physical, like, give blood and give, oh, wow. a, give a urine sample. and Oh, it's to make sure you're not diseased. Yeah. Right. It's like trying to become an Australian, not to go through all that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Do you have to give a blood sample? Blood, urine, chest, chest x-rays, x-rays yeah. uh, the yeah, whole lot. Wow. Yeah, you got to make did sure you... you don't have tuberculosis. And yeah. stuff like that. Did you have a psychiatric exam as well? No. No. No? <laughs> They just he ticked the form that said Irish. So oh, yeah, they, 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 they tried they tried that on a few people from Ireland, but they broke the test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we'd never have Americans out here if we had that. I didn't realize you had to go through all that to just to get into Australia. It kind of makes which, sense. Which was ironic. I went to, through it like six years after I got here. So if I had any of that stuff, it's like too late. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because you wonder, like, yeah, if that was the case, why wouldn't you just? Test for tu- I thought that yeah test for tuberculosis at the airport or no it's ultimately when you become a citizen they don't want you to be like a, a potential strain on the system in your later years so like that you become part of the medical system ah oh. so it's not about keeping disease out no but I mean in a reality it's I about sp- our free healthcare <laughs> <laughs> I suppose yeah. on the bachelor yeah they'd have to test for herpes and all that sure sure I think it's about the second last episode they get a key to the fantasy suite so they all get oh. to have a have a go. Oh, wow. If they, if they choose. If they so what was to. the psychological testing of Big Brother like? I had to... Because I actually think they try and find people that have problems and then put them together. <laughs> you know? Because, like, I think the real world was actually the I will progenitor. not hear a word said against hot dogs. <laughs> <gasps> hot dogs. Oh. No, we had to do it. One of those um, multiple choice psychiatric evaluations that are about 300, 400 questions. Right. We just keep going and going and going. And I did actually, I said, so what are my results? And they said, well, you were a little bit defensive. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, fuck you. <laughs> There's a second opinion. Yeah, they didn't say I was insane. So that was good. Well, that's good. Did you, did you sort of, in the process, did you meet anyone else in the audition process or was it City? Yeah, I met um, the people that were going to be in the house. Anyone uh, that didn't make it in or? Oh, sure. There were, I mean, the first group audition, there were about 40 or 50 people there and they just put you into little groups and give you tasks to do. They're like, build a tower out of cups and straws and see how you work together as a group. And, mm, you know, like me, corporate bonding ritual. Oh, my little yeah, introvert tendencies just could kind of sit back and watch and be like, oh, that's interesting mm. and observe. And so they're like, oh, I guess that kind of helped because if you just put a house full of extroverts in, that's not going to work either. So they were definitely looking for a blend. Yeah, oh, really? Um, I would have thought that they would have just had you know, 100% extroverts. I mean, an introvert would just sort of, wouldn't they just retreat from the camera? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Which is pretty much what I did. So I don't know if they did that again. But <laughs> I <laughs> was, um, first two weeks, you barely saw me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The casting director, did we 
cast 12 in this? <laughs> Where's, yeah. that, where's that ballerina chick? But on the outside, everyone's saying, it's just her strategy to win. Yeah. <laughs> Fly under the radar for the first bit and well, I think have sex a, with somebody. I'm guessing they probably don't want an introvert for The Bachelor. It's sort of like... No, that would be awkward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, he won't. He'll be here later, girls. You just talk amongst yourself and we'll film mm. that. So well, that's, they do, that's, I think... that's Beauty and the Geek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what they are. I think for one of the American ones, they did have a prince as well. So we could call him Prince Josh. Prince? Cohen. Mm. We can make him a prince. Where's he from? Where's he living at the moment? Marrickville. <laughs> prince Josh of Marrickville. I mean, you know, why not? Indeed, of the Principality of Marrickville. So they had a the prince. Principality of Marrickville. Principality. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, so they had a prince with that. Like, I think I'm was it Harry? Oh, they've, they've done Harry. 17 seasons. So oh, wow, they've, that... they've had quite a few, at least, of bachelorettes and bachelors. And... I'm just, I think, why haven't the, like, the England's cash strapped at the moment, their economy. Why doesn't mm. Prince Harry sign up for one of these things? Oh, that would That'd be... be he would have. He would if he could. Yeah. Every, every time he tries to get out there, he'd just like whip him back with that choke chain on the neck, you know? Yeah, that's true. They let him to Vegas. Like, I, like, I, I get a bit... A spoiler, I went and saw The Hangover 3 recently, mm. and I was hoping for a cameo from Harry, mm. but there was none. He wasn't there. It was, it was disappointing. Sorry to spoiler alert. Go see the movie. Oh. That's kind of an anti-spoiler alert. I don't think anybody else would have expected that. Really? No. A, a cameo from Prince Harry. In, I in thought a movie there might like be that. something. I yeah. mean, it's Vegas. <laughs> no, I think. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the Royals PR? I think like, signing off on him no, being I, in a movie like that. No, I think he, he's, he's, he's supposed to be in the um, sequel to Downfall too. Oh, really? Oh. Wasn't. Oh no, that was a sketch. She wasn't in Bond. The Queen was in. She did a sketch with Bond for the, the Olympics. Wasn't Charles, was, am I dreaming? Was Charles in the Spice Girls movie? Prince Charles? Uh, I, I, I've I, seen that one, I, Mark. Even <laughs> I haven't seen the Spice Girls <laughs> movie. <laughs> hey, look, we've all got our secret horrors. We've all got our chamber of horrors. Well, maybe what, who'd make a good cameo for the, the podcast? I don't think we can get Prince Harry. We could try. We can totally. He'd get want Prince to Harry. do it. We can do this. You can, you can achieve anything you put Who, Who'd to. be a good Prince cameo? Like, not, not a guest on the show, just someone just to walk in. Sort of give a nod to the crowd, say g'day for the podcast. Ooh, isn't Brad Pitt coming out? Next He's week? coming out. Well, we... Wow. <laughs> Angelina's going to be disappointed. No wonder she has to adopt all those kids. Oh. Yeah. Brad Pitt? Oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. I Next think for week, the movie. Well, it's, uh, well it's, we need someone in bit September. Of a yeah, a bit of a bit of Brad Pitt. Oh, September. What about that mm. um, you know, Australian that married the Danish one? I can't remember. The, the Royal. Oh, Princess Mary. Yeah, Princess yeah. Mary. I went to school next to the school that I know her. She's a Tassie girl. Wow, and I know you. Yeah, there you go. That's three degrees of separation. Do you reckon we get? I reckon I could probably get someone. Like it's Tassie. Actually, I have a tracker on my website which gives me hours of fun. And I get uh, one of the sections is I can see what people have Googled to get to my website. I have one of those as well. And some of the things they've Googled are like how old is Christina Davis. Um, a lot of Christina Davis Big Brother. I get a lot of Big Brother related searches. Um, Christina Davis naked. Christina Davis breasts. Um, is Christina Davis dead? Was my first. <laughs> and that's why I was like, wow, I've got to start tweeting again because that's obviously <laughs> what they're thinking. I'm there. hoping that wasn't your agent who said that sort of text sent that one. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're bored, please do a fun Google search for me, and and um, I'll I'll get to see what you search. That'd be great. Yeah, we'll have you back on the podcast, and we'll see see what see if we've we've ramped up. <laughs> Ramped up. So thank you for that. Ryan, you're on Twitter at? Uh, Ryan the Crawford. Ryan the Crawford. So look him out. And Dave, you're on Twitter? I'm on Twitter at Dave Keeshan, but I've also got a website. I'm just You've got a, a website? Oh, phone, yes. Which is DaveKeeshan.com. But I have my tracker, and my oh, top yeah? three are Jeremy Irons' Anagram, <laughs> Non-Wrestling. Really? And Sexy Venom. Sexy Venom. Those are my top three. I get weird sex we, too. I forgot about that. We need, my sex show. Oh, the comedy yeah. festival, so I get some pretty random stuff. 
I can't oh. remember them now, but have we should have none wrestling at the podcast. Dave, Beautiful. make it happen. Beautiful. So check out Dave's website and none wrestling. <laughs> um, you follow me on Twitter at m underscore w underscore oh. Check out all things comedy on edge on comedyonedge.com. Thanks, guys, for listening. And Dave, hit the music. <laughs>